It's Val and Jim, and this is Metamorphosis Podcast. We started this podcast to help you believe that as you journey through life and face challenges and opportunities to grow, you always have choices. You're never stuck, and you always have power. Yeah, but it doesn't always feel that way. And sometimes we need a little more help getting our feelings back into alignment with truth. We love talking about our favorite tools, essential oils, to make growth and the journey of self-discovery a lot more fun because let's face it, emotions can get messy, change can be scary, and our own mind can betray us if we're not aware of the thoughts that limit us and influence our habits and beliefs. We are fascinated by the body and how we're intelligently designed. One of our favorite verses is Psalm 139, 14. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and my soul knows it full well. The more you understand about how the mind and body work together and how tools from nature are there to support us, the more powerful you feel about the transformation and change that is all part of growing into the life you deserve and truly want to live. And so this series, we're going to be going into how our body is always giving us signals, kind of like warning lights on the dash of a car. Our spirit holds this original blueprint of health and harmony, but the flow of communication from our spirit gets blocked when the thoughts and emotions aren't expressed or handled appropriately. So where are the signals? What are the red flags? How do we know when we are off course or out of alignment? Our thoughts and emotions, when they're not in alignment with our highest self or the original blueprint of our truest self, the spirit, They'll send signals via the nervous system to stop certain body processes, cause tension, or create stress hormones that over time lead to chronic health issues and inflammation. If we learn to be sensitive and listen to what our body is telling us, we can get clues about the thoughts and beliefs that go against what our spirit knows to actually be true. These signs show us our misalignments with the truth and where we may be working against our design. And when we do that, it stills our peace, keeps us trapped in overwhelm and fear, It keeps us running to vices like food and habits that don't serve us. And it ultimately keeps us blind to our true purpose and sense of power. So to make this a little more tangible, we are mapping out different energy centers of the body, sometimes called chakras, and their emotional, mental, and physical connections. We love how interconnected our mind and body are. And to celebrate that, we're going to talk you through how you can pinpoint those misalignments, understand their root and find flow and balance again with our favorite fun tools, of course, essential oils. We'll help you break down the connected thoughts and emotions that you may be feeling, but you might not be totally aware of. And we're also gonna walk you through how we use the essential oils on body points to open up flow and shift our thinking and beliefs. We could geek out about this for days, and we do. But in this series, we're gonna keep it narrowed down to just these energy centers rather than doing a super deep dive on energy meridians and the 350 something points on the body from Chinese medicine. This episode gives the basic breakdown of the solar plexus center, sometimes called a chakra, a center of the body that's associated with our thoughts and beliefs about motivation, willpower, and purpose. The solar plexus center in Sanskrit translates to city of jewels. Located in the upper belly of the diaphragm, it acts as a center of personal power. The chakra is related to personality, ego, and identity, as well as personal freedom, choice, and authenticity. Basically, it's how much true control you feel you have in your life. There are so many verses in the Bible that mention treasure being hidden in us, like earthly vessels. 
So if you just do a search on the word treasure, you're going to find a lot of mentions of it being hidden. I mean, that's what makes it a treasure. You get to just like seek it out. Um, in Proverbs, it says that the glory of God is, it's the glory of God to conceal a thing and the glory of kings to seek it out. And then over in Colossians in chapter two, verse three, it says, for our spiritual wealth is in him like hidden treasure waiting to be discovered, heaven's wisdom and endless riches of revelation knowledge. And then in chapter one of Colossians, verse 27, it says, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery. Love a good mystery and treasure hunt. So like anything we've discussed on this podcast, methods, tools, tips, I mean, those are all helpful and good and it's fun. But beyond those things, though, the magic is already in us. We're just learning ways of becoming more aware of what's already been placed inside of us and who we really are. The knowledge or awareness is the power. And really understanding that at the root of everything, we were created to be loved. That's our identity beyond all of the things we try to add to it or put in place of it. Yeah. And this, you know, this um, concept of our personal power, it also really affects our our sense of impact or influence in the world. And we were created to be loved and valued like bottom line. That is, that is the purpose of our life. Um, that is like what God was thinking when he created us is that he, he adored us. He valued us. He wanted us, but it goes farther than that. Like, it's not just like, Oh, okay, well I'm loved. Um, yeah, what do we do with that? <laughs> check that off my list. Okay. But, but that value has an impact to it. It's not passive. When you walk through life with that understanding and that, that true belief, you become magnetic. So you begin to attract people who are actually affected by your presence. They sense something in you they know they need. You attract good experiences because you're making decisions from a good, healthy, truthful mindset, not based on lies. Mm-hmm. And um, you actually attract good things because you know your worth and that you were created for good things. And so you recognize the thoughts and programming that you might carry from, you know, we live in a, a, a broken world. You might start to recognize the programming that's not in alignment with those things. And then you can draw boundaries and reroute around those things much more quickly. That's so cool. It's my favorite thing about all of this. It is. So one big question. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a different form of power, but boy, is it awesome to have. Um, So one big question to ask yourself is how much control do I feel just in my daily life? Um, What feelings do you get when you hear that word control? Is it a sense of force and urgency or frustration at the lot of things moving at the speed you want it to? Um, But what if we told you that the most powerful sense of control is your presence and bringing that sense of value for who you are and how well you're loved and supported into your relationships and situations, whether that be at work or in your community or with your family. Like Jennifer said, this is not passive. It actually changes the quality of those interactions um, and outcomes of them. So do you really want to micromanage your life or do you want to feel complete trust and get excited that things are working out for you always? Oh, I do not want to micromanage. Oh, it's so exhausting. <laughs> it only feels good. So much. <laughs> it only feels good as long as things are working. And then one thing rolls in that is outside of your control and it knocks your whole, knocks everything out of place. And then there, yep. you're trying to micromanage a mess again. Okay. <clears throat> Here's another thing to think about. How do you think about yourself? 
Are you self-conscious when you walk into social settings? Are you convinced that you're less than, or are you spending a whole lot of energy trying to be better than? Do you look around the room and try to figure out, okay, who, who do I already feel better than, or who feels really good about themselves that I can get to know and try to be better than? Um, does it feel like there are only two options, less than or better than? Can you imagine walking into a room and being so focused on everything around you, just being present versus thinking about yourself at all? Real confidence is being convinced that you have something to offer and there is no need to prove it. Yeah. Okay. Another question for you. How do you approach difficulty? So tasks, change in life, transitions, relationship trouble, jobs, projects, health and well-being, setbacks, like just life. Do you freeze? Do you feel controlled by the fear of not being able to step forward perfectly, which is perfectionism? Um, do you feel like you don't have a say in how it all works out? And then if you make a wrong step, you'll mess everything up. So you better off just, just wait it out until you know the perfect move to make. I mean, that's just so simple. Even like, you know, for years we had like extra furniture and things that I thought, well, we might use someday and we left it in the garage. And then it was like, well, we're never going to use this. So we should clean the garage out. But it, it felt overwhelming mm -hmm. because I had this idea of this perfectionism that it needed to be. And then when I just did it, it yeah. was like the easiest thing ever. I had made it into something that it wasn't. We gave that furniture away and I could park in the garage and it's been amazing. But anyways, I digress. Um, do you get wildly frustrated and try all the things like force, push, pull, strive, um, and give up and shut down when you don't feel movement? Like you get to the point where you're like, what's the freaking point? I've tried everything and nothing's working. Yeah. Or you've got this picture in your head of how wonderful it's going to be. And you know, nothing you do will be even close to it. And so you don't even want to try it. Exactly. I felt that a few times. <laughs> uh -huh. Haven't we all? So if you struggle with any of these things, uh, in this center, being out of balance in your identity center, all of that may sound too real to you. And on an emotional scale, you might feel, um, fear of irresponsibility. Like, Oh no, I have to micromanage you. Like you cannot tell me that I cannot micromanage or that I shouldn't. That is wrong. I know I have to, everything will fall apart if I stop juggling. Um, do you feel an excessive need for control? That's kind of the flip side of that fear of irresponsibility. Maybe a victim mentality of like, well, I've tried, nothing works. And, you know, I've, nothing will ever work. I'm just helpless. Um, I'm just going to give up. Uh, feelings of helplessness attached to that victim mentality, maybe insecurity or inauthenticity. So these are all emotions that you might feel if you're, if you're struggling with any of those situations that we talked about. And then some physical cues that you might even feel are gastric or digestion issues, kind of like stomach pain, heartburn, acid reflux, nausea, ulcers, loss of appetite. Um, chronic fatigue or gallbladder problems are also connected to this area. You don't have to have all of these signs or symptoms in the body. You just you know notice that you have maybe some um, regularly. That would be a really good clue. It's also really strongly linked to the organ, the pancreas. So more serious conditions like diabetes, hypoglycemia, and even eating disorders can link back to the solar plexus center as well. Imbalances in this center are tied to that organ, the pancreas, like I said. So imbalances in this organ, here's where the subconscious comes in. Like 
subconscious reasons for eating is just one of the coolest things I like to dig into. Mm -hmm. Um, so you might have cravings for foods that are full of refined sugar and, or white flour, because these types of foods cause spikes in blood sugar. And aside from the physical problems or, you know, feelings that the chain of reaction that your body physically goes through here is like the emotional side of it. So the feeling from that spike in blood sugar may actually feel like a high that numbs out the negative feelings associated with our self-worth. Like how crazy is that, that we could pick up a, an imposter, like a, a substitute for feeling good about our, I don't know. Chocolates are really good on pasta. (laughs) Wait, did you just say chocolate on pasta? I said, no, I said chocolates are really good in pasta. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not chocolate well, on pasta. Chocolate and pasta are prime examples of these delicious. kinds of <laughs> those are the perfect examples of those kinds of foods, but I've never had them together. Um <laughs> they are though they are really good. And like it's yeah. not that they're bad foods, it's just are you noticing yourself reaching for those when you feel bad about yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like sure. are you are you covering up those feelings? with those foods. And then it becomes, you know, it's like a quick escape. Like Mm -hmm. I feel bad. Let me reward myself with the good food, but it actually complicates this whole imbalance. So if you're looking to fix this imbalance, you just want to come really become really aware of where you might be using food to cover up some things. And then also remember that it's exacerbating any issues in your digestive system and pancreas. And then you're going to crash and feel worse later. So it's just a good thing to be aware of. Okay, then. So what's the flip side of all of this? What does it feel like to live in our personal power, to not have to force anything, and just to know that every ounce of energy we use is being turned into something good, even without our micromanaging at all? The job, the kids, the money, the weight, the relationships, all of it. (laughs) It feels like play, even in the work of it. It doesn't feel heavy. It feels like remembering over and over again that we are loved and the same loving energy that created us also flows through us to continue creating. It feels like we have hidden treasure inside of us. And when we act from that knowing, something so much bigger than us gets activated and makes us magnetic good things, good outcomes, and a sense of pride and joy about who we are, how we live, and what we do. Yeah, it's good to remember it feels like play. Yeah, yeah. No pressure, just play walking into a social setting, you can't mess it up bad enough to destroy yourself. You can't, you can't fail at the project. It's just, it's all gathering experience and evidence on the way to what, like every piece of every bit of energy you put in is working out. Mm -hmm. So have fun with it. So, um, trying to wrangle our thoughts and emotions all into alignment with this truth can really feel impossible sometimes especially when you've got years of investing in that mindset and there are literal proteins and neural pathways created in your brain that support these decisions and beliefs from the past of acting in these decisions over and over. When you think a thought and feel a feeling, what fires together wires together. And so you literally created proteins out of thoughts and feelings. And that becomes like a a highway that you just keep going down because it's the easy path. So Mm -hmm. How in the world do you ever change it? Well, that's where essential oils um, became such huge game changers for us when we learned how to use them differently. 
we couldn't say enough prayer, affirmations, set enough new habits, force ourselves into enough behavior modifications, aka willpower, mm-hmm. <laughs> to make a difference that didn't make us feel hopeless and helpless about outlasting the momentum of negativity that was rolling behind us like a giant boulder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Like you, yeah. <clears throat> you just start thinking about, oh my gosh, well, that took me, you know, this much of my time and energy today if I've got 10 years into this, I've got 10 years getting out of it. And it's, that's not, it's not completely true. Um, there's a different way to look at it. And I mean, the the prayers are important. The affirmations are important. Habits are important. We're not saying any of those things aren't, but when you're stuck in a bad mindset, you can pray all day long and never hear the answer God's giving you because you, you just don't believe it's a possibility. You know, your mindset's closed off to it. So the way essential oils help us here is that they immediately, like when you smell it, it immediately hits your limbic system because it's connected to your sense of smell. And that limbic system is the seat of your emotions that triggers a new domino effect of feelings and it lightens your thoughts. So just that process alone creates a space for this awareness that you didn't have before. So maybe you're praying and you just can't seem to wrap your mind around well, what's God saying about this. And it's because you're locked into a mindset. And so just smelling them can help you with that. But when you get more strategic and you apply them to specific parts of the body, um, we like to use acupuncture points because they're very specific. You can connect to where we actually hold these emotions and the organs and glands responsible for the neurochemistry, like the hormones and the chemicals that is actually how we feel and think. Yeah. And in a more abstract explanation, essential oils help to shift the frequency or quality of energy moving through us. So emotions are energy in motion. So any energy that has become stuck just needs help moving. And we love to use essential oils for this. So I'm going to give you, a, we're going to share a few oils with you. Um, and with any of these combinations, you can just add them to your solar plexus area, which like I said, is that area right below the breast where when you do a crunch, um, you know, you fill it in the top of the tummy. So this combo, this first combo is just a good way to start the day on the right foot. Um, this would be great to diffuse, or like I said, you could apply it to the solar plexus area and grapefruit it brings feelings of optimism and spontaneity and it's really great for a positive body connection and then rosemary would bridge the transition between the mind our understanding and the body our knowing so you can do you know two or three drops of grapefruit and two or three drops of rosemary in the diffuser or apply a drop of each to your solar plexus so that's a great way to start the day But what about when the feeling of heaviness is already setting in? Maybe you've already let the thoughts, the boulder has already rolled over you Mm -hmm. Um, and you know it and you're starting to feel helpless and heavy, you know, maybe the insecurity or disappointment about a project coming up. Maybe it's one that you've worked on before, something in your life you've approached before with what you saw as failure Um, and you just don't have the energy to do that next step in your life. Um, what I think is interesting about this is I think about posture a lot because <laughs> I teach mm-hmm. bar um, and the posture mixed with the connection of like sensations in our body is so interesting because I'm rem- remembering as I'm saying this stuff that when that heaviness sets in, it's almost like a rock is sitting on your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very much it's, so. Yeah. It's just a heaviness that sits right on that diaphragm area, right on that solar plexus area. And it makes you want to like 
cave over and like hunch your shoulders around and like curl up in a blanket and just go crawl in a hole and cry about it. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. the, for, and this is from two people who, who, uh, loathe crying. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> so sometimes you just need that. Gosh, you just want, you just need something to help you feel strong. Now, half the battle here is catching yourself when you feel that way and remembering that you do have power to feel a different way. You, you have an option to, to reach for something, put it on your body and it shift how you feel and you don't have to wallow in it. Okay. So, um, the two oils that I think about when I think about like strength and motivation and power, ginger is definitely one of those really punchy oils. It encourages personal drive, motivation, initiative, and then lemongrass is good for digestion. So for those physical issues that, that come up, ginger is as well, by the way, and it's good for strengthening that solar plexus area and then supporting the organs connected to it, like the pancreas. And then it also lifts negativity. So you get that, that lifting of the heaviness with the punch of the ginger. And then both of these oils are warming. So you feel that warming sensation over your solar plexus, which is the opposite of that, like sinking, crushing feeling. Okay. And then we've got one more combo to share with you. And this one's a great one for social anxiety. You know, that dread of trying to interact and fit in and be yourself. Um, this combo will just help you feel like you can do it authentically and vulnerable, vulnerably. <laughs> um, the first oil is marjoram and it promotes courage, confidence, and personal integrity and trust. And then black pepper helps strengthen your personal power. It helps you be authentic and kind of unmask what you try to have, but in, in a good way. Like not in an unmasking where you're going to feel like a creep, but like not like Phantom of the Opera or anything. Yeah. It's going to make you feel confident in who you are. <clears throat> okay. So aside from, aside from tools that help us, you know, we've got the oils, like we've said before, the oils aren't the magic. The magic is in you. Just knowing how to process through these things mentally and emotionally is such a huge piece of getting your mind and heart and body in balance. And so becoming more aware of these thoughts, knowing how to identify truth and understanding how to shift out of that belief, like actually how to shift out of the emotion of that belief that isn't true is the most powerful magic we own. The oils are just kind of the bridge to help us get there sometimes. And so it's already inside of us. We're never powerless. We're never stuck. We always have choices. And so Val has written a book. She spent a whole year digging through all of her past experiences and thoughts and tools. And she put it all together in her book, Designed for Joy. And so if you're ready to go deeper into becoming aware of those perspectives that you hold about God, about yourself and your identity and your impact in the world, and you want to become aware of them and know how they're affecting your life and how you can change them. I highly recommend you go to Amazon or to her website, valpatty.com and get her book designed for joy. She also has a free guide that is kind of like the baby step into the book, but breaks down more yes. of that process of, cause in the book, she doesn't talk a lot about using essential oils. Um, but the, the free guide is more of the baby stepping into how do I become aware of a thought? What do I do with that thought? How do I break it down? Um, what belief is it showing about me or, you know, and then, and then how do I use an oil to shift it? What does that look like? What does that practical process actually look like? And uh, so she breaks all that down in her guide. It's on her website, valpatty.com helps you become more mentally powerful. 
And then if you want to get sharper at identifying body cues, those sensations that I was like talking about with the solar plexus and that heaviness and understanding how to decode those body issues, because they're not completely universal, but most of us do feel the same things in the same areas centered around the same emotions, you can actually release emotional baggage that is stuck in your body. And you can get more information on how to do that with my free guide from my website, how to release trapped emotions from your body with essential oils. And my website is rootedinlove.co. You can check the show notes for both of those links. All right, you guys, um, this was fun. And we'll be back next week um, to talk about another center in our series. And so remember, you always have power. You always have choices. You're never really stuck. The life you want, the one you were created for is right in front of you. You just need a few tools to help you see it.